Lead Well. Welcome to the Lead Well podcast, where we're growing the whole leader, sharpening leadership skills while strengthening the heart in leadership. Let's lead well. Hello and welcome to the Lead Well podcast. This is your host, Javon Legans, and thank you so much for joining us. Today, we're going to jump right into episode two of our King's podcast series that started in our last episode, where we heard a little bit about the vision and the why of King's ministry. Today, we are going to hear a little bit more about the values and pillars of King's ministry, and they are going to be shared by one of our King's ministry members, Toxi Uganyemi, who serves as a member of the King's ministry, but also serves as the president of Evergreen Anchor Capital. Thank you so much for joining us and enjoy. Welcome to episode two in the King's podcast series. In episode one, we talked about who a king is, the responsibilities of a king, and how to know if you're called to be a king. I assume by you listening to this next episode, you've identified yourself as a king, and that's awesome. Welcome. In this episode, we'll be discussing the core pillars of being a king. In other words, what are the characteristics that identify and define a king? There are five core pillars we'll be talking about today, but before we dive into what they are, we need to understand the foundation on which the pillars themselves are grounded. To even have these pillars, we must first have an intimate relationship with the Lord. Yes, Intimacy with Jesus is paramount to everything we're going to discuss here today, and you will see its importance as we go through each pillar. So what do we truly mean when we say intimacy with Jesus? Well, the more time you spend with someone, the better you get to know them. You begin to understand their characteristics and unique peculiarities. So it is with Jesus. The more time you spend with him, the more you understand him, his ways, and most importantly, how he deals and speaks with you. As a Christian, having given your life to Jesus, you already have a personal relationship with him. However, the levels of our relationships differ from person to person, and that directly dictates our walk with him. As a king, with the authority and responsibilities that title bears, it is imperative to have a very deep and intimate relationship with Jesus in order to be successful. Hearing from the Lord and following his direct guidance on decisions to be made are crucial to a king. This is the number one thing that differentiates you from every other business person or marketplace leader in our society today. Doing business God's way usually involves doing things differently, not necessarily following marketplace norms. Hearing directly from the Lord allows us to solve worldly problems God's way. Think of it this way. A cruise ship far away at sea looks rather small on the horizon. However, when it docks at port and you come really close to it, only then do you truly appreciate how gigantic the ship is. Same ship, two different perspectives. So it is with Jesus. The closer you get to him, the bigger he is to you and the louder you hear him. James 4.8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. An intimate relationship with Jesus is the foundation for a king, the rock on which the proverbial castle 
is built upon. With that understanding, let's move on to our first core pillar. Core pillar one, your assignment. There is a reason you are called to be a king. God has given you kingship over a kingdom in order to fulfill a specific task unique only to you. Your kingdom, working in unison with your fellow kings and their respective kingdoms, collectively enlarges the kingdom of God here on earth, ultimately fulfilling God's mandate of winning souls. This reason, in quote, is what we often term as our purpose, mission, ministry, or as I like to put it, our assignment. This assignment is unique to you, and God has put specific gifts in you to fulfill it. Those gifts, coupled with life experiences, make you uniquely qualified to fulfill your assignment. Once you identify what that assignment is and step forward to completing it, the Lord adds his favor and your kingdom begins to grow and multiply. Has the Lord been telling you that your one step or next step is to start a business? Fantastic. That's an awesome thing. The first question you must ask yourself and the Lord is, why? What's the reason for this assignment? What is the end goal? The business world and the marketplace in general can sometimes take you through some rough patches and knowing why you are doing what you're doing with a strong conviction will get you through those times. The next question is usually, how am I sure what the assignment is? Well, here's where we tie in your intimacy with Jesus. As you spend time with the Lord, he will reveal to you what your assignment is and not only that, He will guide you on how to fulfill the assignment, what kind of business you should set up, how you should set it up, where to set it up, who to hire, when to hire, what to spend money on, when to expand, what to do to get promoted, when to buy, when to sell. The list is endless, but following God's leading and direction will see your kingdom grow and fulfill the purpose for which it was set up. Think about the things you're good at, the things that you're passionate about. Now think about your life experiences, good or bad. Remember, Romans 8.28 says, And we know all things that work together for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. When you combine these two things together, your gifts and life experiences, you will realize that there are things that you specifically are qualified and positioned to do. When God reveals the assignment to you, it will all make sense. Knowing your assignment is a core pillar of being a king. It will give you direction and purpose as you navigate running your business and operating in the marketplace. Core pillar two, your family. The first commandment God gave Adam and Eve was to be fruitful and multiply. Hence, the concept of family and generations was initiated. From that point on, God continuously referred to people in relation to their families, both nuclear and extended. The topic of family is a large one that we don't have time to explore completely in this podcast, but for the purpose of our discussion, maintaining a healthy family relationship is a core pillar of being a king. A king is responsible for himself, his family, his subjects, and his kingdom as a whole. Maintaining a healthy family is paramount to your success. As you pray concerning yourself, your kingdom, and your assignment, the Lord always makes provision for you to include your family. They are your responsibility and look to you as the head of the house for direction and leadership. Genesis 18:19 says, For I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice, 
so that the Lord may bring Abraham to what he has promised. Many a king in today's world have been guilty of zealously taking on their assignments and running off without a thought to the well-being of their families. But remember, God always makes provision for your family. You just need to slow down and listen. We've had many examples of kings taking time out to pray specifically for their respective businesses, only to be stopped in the middle of their prayers by the Lord, giving them a word or direction on their family, revealing to them things about their families that they may not be aware of, pointing out the need to spend more time with them, or even providing solutions to things they were trying to solve in regard to certain family members. The Lord takes our family health seriously, and the closer you are to the Lord in prayer and intimacy, the more he will guide you into ensuring your family relationships remain healthy. Core Pillar 3. Accountability. A king must always be accountable, first to God, then to proven advisors or mentors, and finally to the people in their sphere of influence or kingdom. A king who feels he is the final authority and is accountable to no one is likely not going to be a king for much longer. The Bible is littered with stories of such kings, and even in our modern-day marketplace, there are many who operate in the same way. Proverbs 12.15 says, The way of a fool is wise in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Accountability is crucial to a king. We are, after all, still human and prone to make mistakes from time to time. When you allow yourself to be held accountable, It allows people to show you things you may have overlooked and give you the ability to make corrections before things get worse. Being accountable takes humility, another character trait you are sure to develop the more intimate you are with the Lord. There is a wise saying that humility costs nothing but buys the whole world. When those you lead see that you are humble enough to make yourself accountable and own up to your mistakes, you will be setting up an example that will foster a healthy culture of respect and growth in your organization. Core Pillar 4. Ethics. As a king, we must operate under biblical standards. What may be accepted by others in the marketplace may not necessarily be acceptable to the Lord. A king does business God's way and operates in the marketplace under God's standards. That means sometimes you may have to make unpopular decisions to do what you know to be right under God's word regardless of it being legally or socially accepted. Romans 12.2 reminds us to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of our minds, that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Remember, we are accountable to the Lord. It is He that we serve, and we must do so under His rules. The topic of ethics can often become controversial as there are always varying opinions pushing you towards one side or the other, depending on what benefits you the most. You must always take these choices to the Lord and ensure that you are doing exactly what He is asking of you and what lines up with His word. Remember, you are representing Him and you want, actually, you need His hand to continually be on you and your business. Corpilla 5 Stewardship. Okay, so we are kings, but technically we are stewards. A steward is someone who manages something for the owner of that item. First Chronicles 29.11 says, Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord, and this is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. It all belongs to the Lord. Your business, your success, your assignment, everything. It's all his. 
Once we get going, we often forget this fact and start trying to run the race ourselves and with our own knowledge. If we do so, we will not run the race correctly and may cost ourselves valuable time. Always remember, it all belongs to the Lord, and your job is to manage it according to His will. Actually, that's a big relief, at least it should be. Understanding that it belongs to the Lord should give you the confidence to trust the Lord at all times. Do it His way. Relax and watch it flourish. So in quick summary, we talked about the five core pillars of a king being your assignment, your family, being accountable, having ethics, and understanding that we are stewards. All of this firmly grounded upon the foundation of having a continuous, intimate relationship with Jesus. As you begin or continue your journey as a king, examine yourself to see where you stand with these core pillars. If you don't have them, you know, now is the time for you to build upon this as you start your journey. If you do have them, that's fantastic. We look forward to seeing the awesome things God is doing through you in the kingdom. <music>